0: It's over. It's over. It's over.
1: It's over. It's over. It's over. It's
0: over. It's over. Hey, I get him, get him, It's over. 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 Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, these are the things that I think about. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever you may be. Welcome to It's So Real. What's your boy-o? And your girl, Rocky.
0: What's good?
2: Are you trying out your Caribbean accent? Nah,
0: I'm just fucking around today. I'm feeling good. I'm in a good mood. What's good, (laughs)
2: y'all? What's up? Talk to us. So today's show is Hypermasculinity and Homophobia Part 2. Just because we... Hey, Steve. (laughs) We had so much to say about hypermasculinity. Um, that we just yeah. didn't get to the homophobia part. So um, definitely check out hypermasculinity and homophobia part one mm-hmm. to get like the full scoop on our discussion about hypermasculinity. Uh, we will address how the two connect, but first I think we're gonna run through like some definitions of homophobia and like really get a background of homophobia before we get the impact in our lives or get to the impact in our lives. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds good. All right, so make sure you check out the um, first episode, "Hypermasculinity and Homophobia Part One," um, and this is a di- di- continued discussion of that. All right. All right. So, oh, how would you define homophobia?
0: E. Um, I would define homophobia as being, uh, I guess, so afraid. is so uh, uncomfortable with the idea of the sexuality dynamic changing from it being kind of like binary and being like one Mm. thing as being acceptable like how it is where people get confused with people in the bi community Mm. and people in the gay community or lesbian community and having them shift because any shift or pushback against uh, the norm of heterosexuality and heterosexual relationships mm-hmm. uh, seems, in their eyes, is a threat to their their way of being. You know what but I mean? I so I think that's where the fear part comes in. It,
2: it goes into the superior inferior mm-hmm. complex. They feel of, like they That superior, white people yeah. have to shove down our throats. Look, the only reason you have to put people down is to make yourself feel better. No conflict. one is ever asking to be above. They're like right here at the same level. But if you felt good about yourself, you wouldn't need to. Put pe- or have people less than you.
0: All right.
2: Sorry. Yeah, pretty much.
0: So I think uh, that that uh, I was gonna throw the question back to you, but uh, I think you kind of.
2: <laughs> well, no, actually, kind of answered
0: some of it, but uh, you had things. more. You had more that you wanted to that elaborate was, on. Yeah,
2: that was what <laughs> okay. was inspired in the moment. But <laughs> she, I did want out to there, huh? um, just define phobia for those who aren't know because you use the word fear, mm-hmm. but. Um, Google defines phobia as an extreme or irrational fear or fear of or aversion to something. Mm -hmm. Um, So this, like, people have a fear of spiders, people have a fear of, like, um, claustrophobia, like, uh, close uh, spaces, and things like that. Like, people have all types of phobias and homophobia is one of them.
1: Mm.
2: Okay. Um, But as far as how I would define homophobia, Mm -hmm. um... I mean, yeah, the fear of, I wouldn't even say homosexuality. I would say fear of sexuality. Because, I mean, Mm. yes, it's like pinpoint, like, homosexuality. But really, the heterosexuals aren't talking about sexuality in general. If you were, you would know that it's more fluid than Mm. just heterosexuality.
0: So, you're saying it's more like a fear of exploring that realm in general.
2: Yeah, because... Again, and this goes into the biggest debate about homosexuality For that heterosexuals have, mm-hmm. is that homosexuality is a choice. I don't believe that. I believe you were born that way. And, oh shit, I don't know if I brought this up, so I'm going to just talk about it now. <laughs> um, the choice? Yeah, the, the the choice conversation. Okay, yeah, let's get into it. Um I was gonna mention choice at some point, but
0: <laughs> I don't think we had it on there.
2: No, it was about representation later. But um okay. right. well yeah, but, here. But, but, but this is different. So so yeah, heterosexuals the heterosexuals that I don't like believe that I don't like. Nah nah nah. It's it's they like first off, speak to queer people. Speak to them. You, like, okay. Teenager, Teenage girls in high school, maybe. College girls, maybe. Where they were experimenting with their sexuality and things like that. But, and they may, like, go back to the opposite sex, like, after that experience, Mm -hmm. you know. But even in then, it's, like, experimenting what their sexuality is.
0: Right, they're trying to define what it is for them.
2: Exactly. So it's still... Something inside you is already there. Mm-hmm. Like, you either don't want to experiment at all or you do. Like, it's, yeah. So it's like, nah, <laughs> it's, it's still there. You're just making the choice to act on what's already there. All right.
0: Right. So, and that's where I think that there, the, I had a client once who was struggling with it. Mm-hmm. He's, and, and this is what they did in the whole conversion uh, therapy. Ah, yeah. This, this was one of the saddest cases I've had. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was back when I was in Chicago. Uh, I had an a older gentleman. He was Southern. These are all the details I'll give you. <laughs> was he black, white? Uh, and he was white. Okay. All right. So, grew up in the church pretty much and went through the whole conversion uh, program and came in with these ideas that like, They moved the goalposts. So first they were saying like, oh, it's a choice, right? Mm -hmm. That you choose to be gay. And Mm -hmm. then they kind of like got more science, got more popular. So this is typically what they do. They move the goalposts. So now it's like your feelings aren't a choice, but you can choose to not act on them, Mm -hmm. right? So that's where the action part I was
2: watching one movie. What movie was it? Oh, no, it was The L Word. The L oh, Word, so... Is that a series or a movie? It's a series. Um, so when I was questioning, in my questioning phase, I was like, oh, I need to like, research, cause I don't, I don't <laughs> fucking know. I'm questioning. So, I was watching <laughs> the L Word, which I have been advised since isn't the best representation, but it was all I had. So, I was looking at the L Word, and they had one, um, episode where the daughter was like, full-out lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, but the mom had, like, a a kissing experience with the best friend when she was younger. But when somebody found out, I think her mother, so this would be the, the immediate person's grandmother, told the mom. Think of following <laughs> Okay, that just because you have feelings don't mean you act on them. And then right. when stuff came up with the, the daughter, the main character, the mom told her that. And I'm like, but ain't nobody denying that the feelings are there, so it's already there.
0: Yeah.
2: Like you were born that way. And then I also think.
0: But that's what they do, they move the goalposts yeah, to, uh, yeah. to, to adjust to it. Because right after that, he was saying, so now the whole conversion thing, mm-hmm. um, he I'm understands. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I finally kept on track. Okay, <laughs> Look at me, y'all, I'm getting better. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole conversion thing, he was saying, okay, so now I accept that this is just the way I feel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't have to act on that. And it's just like a sinful thoughts, basically what he's saying. I just have sinful thoughts. And I've been, uh, I have, the way he was twisting it was I have been, um, set is my destiny to go through this challenge and overcome it. Basically the Lord has presented this challenge for me and that's the way I need to overcome it. But like, this is what I mean though. Like you move the goalpost, you, you switch it up, you change your ideas with like a little bit here and there, uh, in a way to still make it feel as though, you know, someone's with you, like, like. As, as if everything's on the same page and it, it makes sense for you to deny your feelings, you know, and not explore them.
2: Your sexuality is not a choice. You are the way that you are. And I was going to talk about, and like defining homophobia, mm. um, I was going to talk about biology. Because a lot of people use biology as like, it's unnatural type of thing. But my dad and I, we grew up watching a lot of documentaries about science and... Um, Nature channel, nature versus nurture, and no, mm. it was it was like we would watch. Animal Planet. I would watch a bunch of Animal Planet because I love watching documentaries about like the natural world. Right. But um, be, but no, the, the the documentaries that we would watch together would be like um, the twins with two heads and one body and things like that. Like oh, we were. Like,
0: um unusual. Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: and, and and we were uh, both fascinated behind the science behind that and what could happen in the okay. womb and all the different results that came from just that formation of life inside mm. of you. So my dad always took the point with homosexuality of if all that shit could happen, like, I remember we were watching some documentary and there was this little Indian kid running on a soccer field and he had a foot sticking out his chest. Like, it was just like a little foot dangling as he was running. And I'm like, if that shit could happen, anything could happen, you know? So that's the the standpoint I had with biology. And then also to the people who say it's unnatural shit.
0: Which is, well, you go ahead.
2: (laughs) Bullshit. Because other species have homosexuality as well. Like... It's not just us, okay? Uh-oh. It's other species. Like, you, your point of um, it's unnatural because, like, the penis fits inside the vagina and reproduction can ensue because of that. Like, like dolphins. They ain't fucking, like, the males aren't fucking the males to re- reproduce. They're doing it for pleasure. Because we're not the only ones who have sex for pleasure either. So.
0: But you're not supposed to have sex for pleasure, according to some people. It's only supposed to be used to reproduce. Yeah, fuck which you. Which is why the <laughs> senses were made for us to have. Wait, that doesn't make sense then. Hmm. Wait, what? Why would it have sensations? Why would that be there? Why would it feel so good? Oh, uh, that's what people
2: to... try to strip that away? Like, um, uh, yeah the, the to... female circumcision yeah, with that the clit? fucked up. Yeah, because they don't want them to experience the pleasure of sex. It just is for the man to. That shit You know, get his needs
0: met. I personally, personally speaking, Mm -hmm. can't really get off like that unless the person who I'm with, the woman who I'm with, is you know she's feeling it. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So Um,
0: that would be the exact.
2: And then, as far as humans, heterosexuals abandon their children all the time. So. Are we not a really good argument? Are we like getting rid of them? What you doing about them? And what Because they, they have the ability to have children. Because old people can't reproduce. Should we just throw away all old people? Or the people who are men these and women and don't want to have kids. This like, is, this is, this you're why is saying our existence is because of that purpose. And who the fuck are you to say that? Mm. Some people don't want to have kids. I've been meeting a lot more women who just don't want to have kids. That's true. And it's like, that makes them no less a woman, no less than a human, just because they don't want to reproduce. That's not all of our purpose in life. And that to say, as I used to think of my dad's perspective of biology where anything can happen, including chromosomes and just DNA and genes and stuff, resulting in homosexuality, I believe, as I've come into my own sexuality, that it's an elevation of mind instead of evolution biologically or some kind of biological thing. Like it's an elevation mentally, consciously, spiritually, because we are saying that I'm going to what? Nothing. I feel I thought
0: like I heard this before. But go ahead.
2: <laughs> oh, you have. But um, damn it. Spiritually, mental evolution because oh, go ahead. <laughs> I got this from oh, not in particular with sexuality, but in self awareness. So, in the evolution of self-awareness, which is the next stage of evolution, we believe, because he said it, inspired my thought, I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I believe that too. But (laughs) anyway, that we're saying, fuck society, basically. I'm not going to let society define my existence. Pretty much. And it's like, I'm going to accept who I am, and I was born this way. I'm gonna live my life for me because I only have this one life. I'm gonna live it to my fullest. Why not?
0: Like a lot of people are just not enjoying the life that they yeah, want because of other too. people's <laughs> opinions. Opinions, too, just thoughts about them. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, if I let somebody else's opinion about me stop me from doing me. Right? And especially some of the people who had like really no daily interaction with my life. Like other people or family members, yeah, especially family members. Mm-hmm. Like for me, my family's pretty cool, like nonchalant. We don't really be up on, like, you no know, hating on each other's, like, personal values or choices or anything else, like that. Um, but, my family's different. Yeah, it's, it's all, but I was gonna say, like, well, that's not the case for most families. And it's not to say that my family's perfect or anything, it's just that I think we're a little bit more laid back. So you don't get to see that stuff. In I your mean, face. you might be
2: more elevated too. Like, this shit doesn't matter. Or, there's wisdom to your opinions.
0: Right, right. My parents came from the perspective of we just wanted to give you the most opportunities to find out who you are.
2: And that parenting in and of itself. Like, it's not about me, it's about you.
0: Yeah. It's your life. That really helped. And, you know, I think it's worked out for me and my brother. Mm -hmm. But, again, that's not everybody else's case, so I already know. Sometimes you have to distance yourself from family members that don't understand about your peace and your, your lifestyle, and I get that. But sometimes that's the things you have to do.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I did want to touch on the religious piece mm. um, of homophobia. Okay, what? first of all. Mm. oh,
0: Well, I was going to say, like we were talking about it a little bit. With like, the
2: client. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: with the client and everything else like that. But that was like a white client from, you know, from the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a different experience. And I know when we were talking about the whole religious aspect, um, when it came to a homophobia, there was also this part about like, the whole HOTEP-like movement. Did no, you wanna not, talk about not, that?
2: not right
0: now. Not right now? Okay. No, right. Yeah, no, but that, right now. that shit... We'll talk about it after this, I think.
2: Yeah, like it's right
0: after. Okay, okay. But, yeah, it was interesting.
2: Um, but
0: What would you want to talk about with uh, religion when it came to it?
2: So... I'm from Maryland. Um, I also lived in Virginia. Went to mm-hmm. Hampton University in Hampton, Virginia, so Southern Childhood. Virginia. Um, mm-hmm. we, we still do this, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and my mom's from North Carolina, um, so my mom's very religious. Um, she grew up with religion. Um, all her family are religious, and uh, you know the. I mean, my dad's family is too, but they're a lot more hypocritical about it. So, they don't really oh, that's practice. The, that's the way to be. <laughs> yeah, like, at least my mom's family, like, they're close. You know, like, they have reunions every other year. Yeah. Like, they, they talk to each other, say they're coming to visit, and actually do. You know, like, they're they're close, you know. Um, closer than my dad's family. They're dysfunctional as hell. So, um, I mean, no shade, but they are. That's a little bit of shade, I mean they can straighten up their act and love each other and support each other and uplift each other instead of tearing each other down all the time so no shade no. I'm just saying own your dysfunction and then change it okay but um
0: damn sound like your heart <laughs>
2: I mean you're grown ass adults what are you doing like life is too short for this fucking drama but anyways so my my grandmother or oh, my, my dad's mom is very religious but um you know she's 93 <laughs> so she's up there she's you good, grandma.
0: Got it. You, <laughs> you good <chill. laughs> I think you've you've done it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, like
2: we don't need to we change got it. your beliefs. We like got it. okay. It's I right. love you, Grandma.
0: It's okay. It's
2: so, like, um
0: <laughs> She's stuck in her
2: way. Yeah, like it's, But like,
0: I wanna get to a point where I'm that elevated, even at that age, to be able to have my mind be at still least blown. Seated. Yeah.
2: Mind blown.
0: Hopefully. What you were saying?
2: Um yeah, everybody else under her. Yeah, they're homophobic. Like my grandma's homophobic, mm. but like with me, like I wouldn't come out to her. Like for what? <laughs> no. But um, but I recently came out to my mom, and She's a
0: big deal, y'all. Yeah,
2: I'll have a separate episode about that. I'm just not ready to. But um, but yeah, she didn't take it well. And that's because, like, I grew up knowing her views of homosexuality. Because every time we experience anything queer-related, um, she'd be like, a- it- "God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve."
0: That's just like a cliche line. that mm-hmm. don't got
2: what the fuck. Did this- <laughs> I mean, it's wrong. It it, it, it's, it's just no. It's, it's in things, the Bible. Like homosexuality is sin in the Bible.
0: And how many other things are sins in the Bible that we just ignore. like getting divorced,
2: like having premarital sex. Um. Sure. <laughs> so and I know I have like had plenty uh, having of
0: sexes, cloth so. made out of two different fabrics.
2: Really.
0: Mm-hmm. So everybody's sinning because Center that doesn't here. make any sense. Because they used to do that shit back in the day. Because of I used stu- to
2: stone women. Exactly. We're we're still listening to books that are this old and they have stupid. And f- let's remember something about this book, people. Y'all want to think that God wrote it, but man wrote it. Were you there to hear, oh, yeah, this is God talking to him? Yep. I know it is. You weren't there. It was a human being who wrote that.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want to get my morality from the Bible.
2: For what? And for me, if I am going to believe in a higher power and a God, it's going to be all love. What's up with this judgment and wrath and shit? Like, no. Word. I want all light I'm and gonna, love. Right? I love
0: all creatures I created in seven days. I rested because I need the rest. But you're guy. all but, powerful,
2: but, omnipotent.
0: But I need the rest. But anyways, I love everybody. But I'm going to flood all y'all motherfuckers and kill everybody. And it start over. But I was perfect. But I'm God. But everything was great.
2: <laughs> and then, motherfuckers, God made humans, right? Right? In your opinion,
0: mm, uh oh, So
2: didn't God made the homosexuals too?
0: And we're back, but it's a choice. But then you said it wasn't
2: a choice. So then you know, pick just pick one. When you don't have an actual point, you and- have no argument. None of your shit is logical. It's all emotional, and I need you to admit that because homophobia is fear, which is emotion. Mm-hmm. Understand.
0: And I think that's the perfect segue to Hoteps.
2: <laughs> These motherfucking hotels. Like okay, so
0: we'll, well, first let me break down like how we even got here. Okay, like go we ahead. were trying to break down mm-hmm. stuff for the show. You know, we come up with certain concepts. So she brought up this whole conspiracy uh, theory. Conspiracy theory was supposed to be like basically a theme. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Conspiracy theory? What the <laughs> fuck? Is About what? Um And then you brought up, like, the homophobia tied to this conspiracy theory, which you'll break down because I don't know all about it. Mm -hmm. But I have a client currently who mentioned, like, so I'm very glad and interested Mm. for you to break this down Mm -hmm. for me. So I have a client who, like, just a couple weeks ago was talking about this same subject and brought up uh, some of the conspiracy, like, during the latter part of our session. And I was like, oh, well, man, we don't got time to break down all this stuff, but I would love to to hear about it because mm-hmm. I want to challenge and push back on some of your ideas and, you know, let's have an exchange because that's what I do with my clients and oh, yeah. I ain't just about to be like,
2: oh, yeah, that's, that's how you feel. Yeah, no, no challenging. <laughs> you know, we
0: got to challenge them on their yeah. thoughts and then see where they are. Especially if it's harmful. Yeah, <laughs> and and it, it tends to be harmful yeah. to other relationships and other people that you're connected to, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's a story for a different day. Please break down this whole type shit and the conspiracy behind the uh, Homophobia. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, idea. so but yeah.
2: Just hot, which is terrible because hot means peace. But now it's a derogatory term used for basically woke black men who also are like trying to discriminate against black women.
0: Okay, so like them motherfuckers. Hoteps are basically <laughs> misogynistic, yes, pro- patriarchal Okay. Sorry.
2: fucking Egyptian theology-based niggas. Gotcha. <laughs> so, they can say they woke to the black struggle and shit like that, but mm. I'm gonna need you to get it together because this patriarchy shit ain't for me. Nah. Um, so, it's them motherfuckers. So, which I can't even call myself woke anymore because they have, like, used the term and I don't got time. Like, I don't have time to be associated with you. So, like, yeah, no. Nah. But, um... So their conspiracy theory is that the white man is putting out homosexuality and queerness Uh to uh, sway black people into not reproducing and therefore destroying the black family. So this goes back to being (laughs) a choice.
0: Um...
2: Um... and I would also say, because, like, I had a discussion yesterday. Yeah, I went to this, like, Black and Healthy conference that was talking about reproductive health and mental health. And we talked about sexuality a lot. And I was having a, a conversation with a sexologist. And, um, yeah, and she was talking about how, like, in Africa, there there wasn't um, two genders, Like, there wasn't this concept of two genders. There wasn't a concept of sexuality. Like, everybody's like, you know, all the, like, Romans and Greeks were all gay and shit. And that's, like, known that the men would sleep with men or boys and stuff like that. But it wasn't known in Africa. One, just because it's not known doesn't mean it wasn't there. But I think um, she was getting to this elevation in mind. Like, it may not have been present there because we weren't just elevated mentally to folk like to explore our sexuality and explore ways of being and stuff like that if the shit was
0: just normal and nobody was chastised or fucking ridiculed for it
2: but in another conversation it actually was normal like the movie bessie with queen latifah it's about a singer back in the day i forget what era maybe 40s 30s 50s i don't know something early
0: a lot of dates
2: (laughs) shut up but it's (laughs) bessie it's on hbo now whatever Queen Latifah stars in it, but she had both male partners and female partners, mm-hmm. and nobody said nothing. Like it was just, that's Bessie's woman, like you know,
0: yeah. yeah. She it, she goes both
2: ways, yeah. Like it happens. So, I hope we get to that
0: point because it's getting annoying. Yeah. yeah,
2: right, but um, but yeah. So they say it's on the white man's agenda, and again, that going back sense, to your the heterosexuals abandoning their children ain't destroying the black family.
0: I was saying like on a list of things that we should focus on.
2: And then like if it's a black man and a black man adopting a black child, I'm cool with that. I'm pretty sure like
0: poisoning family, our water
2: dro-
0: dropping ranks, bombs on us ranks above like a homosexual long game conspiracy.
2: And it's getting them, too. So. That's my
0: problem with conspiracy theories is, like, because, because y'all are so fixated on, like, some grandiose, big-ass conspiracy that you want to deconstruct. Because I know, it's fun. It's cool. Well, no,
2: because this shit is deep. Like, they are impacting us in many different ways. They are. But, so,
0: but we miss the ones that are right in our fucking face. Like, like again, poison water.
2: No, right here. No, what you said the other day when we were talking about how the white supremacy is really impacting black people. The divide and conquer. How is the division between straight Blacks and queer Blacks helping anybody? How is that it's, building up the Black family the and building oldest, up the Black oldest community?
0: in the book and it's still being used.
2: God, fucking dummies.
0: <laughs> and it's still being used to this day. Because, like, what do you really have against, uh, again, a gay person? Like, if their lifestyle is literally not affecting you because you don't see them. and it. Mm. And you don't understand, like, you don't, because you don't understand them. You don't interact with a lot of gay people, right? If you're homophobic. Yeah, that's true. So how, are they, how exactly, again, how are they affecting your life? Is it making you uncomfortable, right? If it's making you uncomfortable.
2: Look into that, which yeah, we'll talk about.
0: It's like, maybe it's something going on for you. Like, if it makes you that uncomfortable that you can't stand being well, in the no, presence I of somebody. I think people you know who mean? have
2: that mental brainwash of it's wrong, it's wrong, it's sin, it's sin, you're going to hell. They can see it. As wrong and therefore they're uncomfortable. I get that. But um, but what I was going to say. But that
0: doesn't mean you get to dictate somebody else's life.
2: Well, I was going to say there has been a push for representation in media. Um, for queer people to be in representation in media. Mm. And people, like I have a cousin on my dad's side who didn't want her child to be friends with queer people. Children, because she thought that they're, yeah, would rub off, yeah, rub off. <laughs> or like cartoons are starting to have queer people in them or queer relationships. Oh, Bert and Ernie, yeah, and people are flipping Yo, out. Motherfuckers is going crazy. Yeah, people are flipping out. No, he's not gay, not getting. And it's like, one, who the fuck cares? Yo, like,
0: he was doing hard. You didn't think
2: about that when you was young, so. You was going
0: so hard for that Bert and Ernie shit. Yeah. That shit was wild.
2: Cannot. And um, but yeah, they think it's gonna rub off on them, it's gonna be a choice. Like, no. The point of representation is to see yourself. You are already that way. <laughs> right. Like, being black. I'm black, right? And it's helpful to see someone in the media, a representation of myself, so I can know all the possibilities of me.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what, like, you had the... Once you see a representation of you, you can see yourself in that position and you mm-hmm. can see the possibilities that branch off from there. Exactly. Much. That's why it was important to have a Barack Obama as a theory because it's like, okay, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Now, his effectiveness of his policies, all that, blah, blah, blah. We'll go down. Different story. Different but stories. it was still but the representation. The representation, mm-hmm. it sparked the ideas, the imaginations of mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. To that they heights. could. Exactly. Because... Mm-hmm. Now, like the highest office in the land. Anyways, the highest office in the land. I,
2: know. I totally <laughs> don't regard that title now that Trump's in there. Like, I'm just like, right?
0: that's why I had to, like, I know. I, said it, I, like, I
2: know. I'm like, nah, eh, it ain't that important. I wouldn't want to sit in
0: the fucking seat next to that motherfucker. Right? Like, anyways, uh, <laughs> again, another podcast. <laughs> another day. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. So we do. Um, but yeah, that just sparks and branches off into higher and more complex. Ways of seeing your own being because you see a representation of who you are at that that status. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important.
2: And and I recently um. That's made, made a too. queer friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, even like the woman. Oh, I forgot her name. That's uh, in,
0: bald. In Wakanda. Yeah, um, the general. Damn, I'm forgetting. It's deny or something. It's a real yeah, name it's
2: But um.
0: Her real name is
2: yeah, but like just giving. Hey, women, you can be sexy and fierce as hell and have no hair. Representation.
0: Oh, did you want to talk about Napoli ever we I don't know. <laughs> i kind of going yeah, off so, topic. We listen to a whole bunch of yeah, shows now. No.
2: That's, that's <laughs> off the topic. But, um. This is the ball. But, yeah, I, I, I recently made a queer friend and she was talking about queer representation in the media. And I was like, I've never. Yeah, not until see. Janelle Monet did I really see a black feminine woman being attracted to both a black feminine woman and a black masculine man like i hadn't seen mm. that representation from me
0: who's i don't really know anything about you know it's just like, it's just the, just the, the video
2: the video for um make me feel oh, where okay. tessa thompson is her love interest but that's actually their inter- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I heard about um that. That. but then I it, they
2: also had the man in the video too so like it was clearly showing her 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 sexuality even though janelle Monique, um identifies as pansexual but um, and look up if you all have any questions. We have done the episode. Um, I think it was. I don't know. LGBTQ titles. Pride and Ally. I think that's what I, the episode was called. I don't called. remember titles. Yeah. I remember subjects. So um, I'm remembering the titles, it. and I have a terrible memory. It's very interesting. But um, I have mouth. It's yeah, yeah, shit. I type all that shit. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So like from. The production to the set, yeah.
0: But um, I do the producing. She does the typing.
2: Yeah, yeah. To <laughs> stick questions, stick questions. You know, um, maybe stick to your strengths. Teamwork. Got but uh, but yeah, check out that episode. We go in depth of all the different um labels within the queer community and the LGBTQIA. Yeah. We're pretty de- yeah, pretty
0: thoroughly. Um, six of so myself.
2: But yeah, so Janelle Monáe was the first representation that I saw that really for me because like I grew up with white people. And yeah, I knew some queer, I knew bi, lesbian, oh, I also knew some gay, Um, but he wasn't, it was like an Asian guy who was gay that I knew, but also white gay guys. But anyways, yeah, it was all white. So I wasn't attracted to any of the motherfuckers, and I wasn't, it just wasn't representation. And then um, when I went to college, it was like uh, black female studs. So it was the masculine queer black women. I didn't see the like... Feminine, attracted to feminine. And if it was a queer, black woman relationship, it was a feminist stud. So I still didn't see... Like, Hmm. I'm attracted to feminine women, so I still didn't see that. So it wasn't really until Genomine. I was like, oh. Representation. (laughs) This could be a thing. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm valid. (laughs) Because I've already was feeling this way. See, see, it works. Yeah. (laughs) So, but again the not wanting the representation is because people think it's a choice
0: and it's not I, yeah and I think there's always that underlying fear of like um, ooh ah, this is probably all the way off topic but fuck it mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. of that fear of basically like falling into the feelings of you know exploring that side you know what I mean like the fear of like if I explore this what if I actually am oh, you know yeah. And that's, that brings okay. me to my point of, um, lately, I've been listening to an artist. Because I've been doing, trying to do production, mm. trying to get my mind right on mm-hmm. arranging songs yeah. and really getting stuff together. So proud of him. So I came across this artist named M. Nikke,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh This shit is a funny story because I was like, all right, fuck it. Let me listen to this shit. And his production on the on album was fucking fire. I'm like, oh shit, this nigga knows how to arrange stuff his vocals are on point. I'm like, yo, I could really learn a lot from him. So I'm over here breaking down, like, listening purely for production, right? And then, as the songs go on, he gets to like, the end of the album, because like, he he does a build up, where, uh, he leads up to like, I guess exposing, like whatever, you know, like really just letting out like, that he's a, a, a gay, he follows like a story arc. And it's he's like, at least
2: queer. We don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. He actually
0: identifies as. Yeah. But yeah, at least gotta be at least queer. Yeah. Anyway, so he's talking about this shit, and I'm like, first of all, he does it in such a way where he breaks down the song where you, it's subtle. You wouldn't fucking know if mm. unless you were like looking at these videos. That I think See,
2: saw. okay, so he sent me um, to listen to tongue, but I had to cancel my title subscription mm-hmm. finances. But um, be like that. So I had to, you know, go on YouTube and I saw the video. And I, and I was yeah, like, I and, <laughs> and I think you, when you sent it, you were like, I think he may be gay. And I looked at the video, yeah. and I'm like, he is definitely gay. <laughs> you did not see the video. Like, his love interest is a man. Like, you know? So, I was like, I was
0: listening to the production. I'm like, I Oh, shit. <laughs> yo, you hear this fucking, like. But I
2: think you started listening to the lyrics. And that, you were that, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute here.
0: Yo, I was like. I was like, oh shit, I got to put back. Like, oh shit. This mm-hmm. not this. But the thing I admired about his shit was like, you know, back in the day, like around like 70s, 80s, we had like love songs about fucking making love.
2: Yeah.
0: But they were subtle. Like they didn't just say, I'm trying to fuck,
2: fuck, fuck the the pussy. Pussy, pussy <laughs> in the way. <laughs> and that,
0: like it was all yeah, that no. shit. Like put that pussy out And was all that. It was no. like. Let me light it with the
2: candle. Mm.
0: It's like in between the sheets. In between the sheets type, uh, music like type of music that was subtle. They you knew what was going on, but you ain't put it out there. So basically, that's what he was doing. Cause obviously he's a gay artist or a queer artist,
2: and, and we're not we're still we're not still there. not there.
0: <laughs> so when he put out the songs, it's like if you're not really listening carefully, you mm-hmm. will be like, oh, okay, so he's just talking about you know talking about his. staying. he must really miss his girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New. But at the end, he just goes all out with it and and pretty much tells his story mm-hmm. um, about having a love interest who's a dude mm-hmm. who can't admit that he's attracted to other guys, oh. to his woman.
2: Shit, really?
0: Yeah. I ain't even... See, this shit crazy. Yeah, I ain't even... But, um, it. I listen to it and I'm like, yo, this shit is really dope. Mm-hmm. But I thought about me telling other people about who I'm listening to, right, mm-hmm. and them feeling some type of way about it. Because mm. with me, I'm like super straight, and I just know that I'm really securing it. And luckily for me, in this society, I'm pretty much accepted that part of me. Anyway, you know, mm-hmm. black locks, all that other stuff, not so much. <laughs> uh, but the straight part, yeah, I'm pretty good. So when I'm hearing this shit, I'm just like, oh shit, that shit threw me off. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel some type of way. But I could tell if other people I knew, even people I know in my life, they would feel uncomfortable even listening to an artist if they knew it was gay or if they knew the content.
2: Or but gay, for you, like you didn't let that stop you. because Fuck the no, the production was so fine. Yeah, so. Yeah. He was like, wow.
0: Look, I'm trying to be the best artist and producer and mm-hmm. just create as much good content as I can because I like that shit. Um having fun with it. I don't even want to make no money off this shit right now.
2: Later on, maybe Check our intro. We got a new one up. Um I put it out on uh, Instagram. Oh I well, think you
0: mm-hmm. um yeah, new intro.
2: Yeah. Produced by um uh, mm-hmm. slight <laughs> But um
0: But yeah, that that's what the whole point really oh, And um was definitely
2: that. it's okay, so the artist name is M N E K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. M-N-K. M-N-E-K. And definitely check out Crazy World. That video is beautiful.
0: I haven't seen any of the videos. I don't want to see videos because like that kind of messes up my image of the production and an arrangements mm-hmm. and everything else like that. I'm
2: good. Oh, well, the video is beautiful. But um, what, other, check it out, yeah. what <laughs> other queer, black queer celebs do you know about?
0: How many. Like, for real. Not ones that are out there. Or well, Ellen. Ellen, like, is, Ellen was the one that we, I remember thinking we about. We grew that. up
2: with Ellen. And yeah. she was adorable. Dory,
0: that put per- yeah. Everybody fucks with Ellen.
2: I Dory. mean, Ellen is already great, but I didn't watch her show. Like she had a shoot. show. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen her stand up, and her stand up is great. But um, I just knew she was cool. But, yeah. She's
0: not my cup of tea with comedy. Uh, not nah, I I like, like her comedy. Not for me, but I, I like her genuine. She did
2: like a um like a coming out set on her mm-hmm. on her show. Yeah. And then, like, it was it was beautiful because, like, in that um, that show, like, she had queer people coming up to her and, like, thanking her for her representation, yeah. for giving them the chance to voice who they were.
0: Yeah, she was huge. Yeah,
2: awesome. she was, like, the biggest representation that was just out, you know. But in terms of black, I can't think of many. So like, Queen you know, Latifah, Latifah, is, the Queen Latifah is the first one that came to mind. And I was like, well, and set, and set it off she was more masculine and she Ooh, had a feminine girlfriend. I
0: fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. God That was a good portrayal. But yeah. it was a little over the top. With like, I don't know.
2: That she wasn't bad. Yeah, I was like, why would you say it's over the top? I was
0: gonna say over the top because of her acting, but she was supposed to be like that super hard, thugged out ass, you know, butch.
2: Mm-hmm. But so yeah, so in, she other, actually did that. in other movies, she's more feminine, so.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah that's why I thought And then she's that.
2: with a guy in other movies. But no, that was just some damn good acting. But she's out, like, yeah. Yeah, yo, killed that role. Mm-hmm. Wanda Seitz is another um, ah, black queer yeah. celeb that I know about. She talks about her wife and her stand-up and their kids and stuff like that. Yeah, but we don't
0: got that, man. We need some more, like...
2: And it was funny because Wanda Seitz did it, too. She was like, she was uh, playing out her coming out because mm-hmm. she was like, I don't get what the fuck's wrong with people. It's just like you're saying you're black. Like, makes no sense, right? <laughs> and she's like, Mom, Dad, I got something to tell you.
0: Right, exactly. Everybody else <laughs> be like, yeah, we know." <laughs> right? So... So we have to get to that point in society mm-hmm. where people just say, oh, I'm gay. And you're like, oh, you, I'm glad you figured it out. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. All
2: right.
0: So you should, we still doing lunch?
2: I know. I've been <laughs> seeing... Like, I, I did a lot of, like, support. So I was on, on a lot of Facebook groups um, with queer, by all that stuff. And... um to try and figure out how other people had reactions from parents and stuff. Yeah, that sounds scary. I ain't gonna lie. It was not ready for that episode, but um, another episode, another yeah. time. But um, yeah, they were like all supportive, <laughs> and I was like, the fuck is <laughs> not helpful. I mean, I'm glad for you, but it's not helping me. Um, but yeah, but I'm glad that they had like supportive reactions and I'm starting to see like YouTube videos of, um, parents that were supportive of their kids coming out and stuff like that. So, yeah, so it's, it it seems to be a shift. Um, Ooh, uh, what I was also gonna say is the movie Moonlight. I have yet to see that fucking movie, but that's all about, um, queer black men. Oh yeah. So there's some representation. I haven't seen it. I think. It was Moonlight, um, different... Is it Fences? Or just... Fences. Fences and Hidden Figures all came out around the same time. And it was, like, a lot going on within Black America. And I was like, I can pick one of you. But I'm kind of... I need a break from all this... Hidden Figures. Yeah, so I chose Hidden Figures and watched that. I've yet to see Fences. Yeah. So. I'll watch it one day. But yeah, Moonlight is another representation. Mm. Um... I don't know about the actors, if the actors are uh, what their sexuality is. Um, maybe some of the directors or something. I have heard about like black um, male directors who are uh, queer um, or gay, however they want to identify. Mm. Um, who else do I know about? Uh, Amanda Steinberg. She is... Who's that? Uh, she's Rue from The Hunger Games. Oh. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, that's queer.
2: Yeah, she's queer. I forget what she actually identifies. Maybe pansexual or that's fluid cool. or no, non-label or something like that. I don't I don't know. I thought she said, oh, maybe, I don't, I
0: can't. Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't know how she identifies, but she's queer. She, she in the community. <laughs> um. Hmm. So, start, oh, oh, your girl from um Master of None.
0: Oh, yo, lethal, mm. oh, lethal mm-hmm. she's dope Mm -hmm. i want to just like hang out with her Mm -hmm. she's fucking dope that cut like the shit she makes Mm -hmm. she just had the
2: decision because she had locks and she does have the decision to cut her hair and um i think she was questioning like the masculinity and femininity piece of it um again check out um hyper masculinity and homophobia part one where we dive depth uh, deep into the duality of masculinity and femininity within each person. Um, but, uh, yeah, she was saying, like, the hair was making her more feminine. And she was like, I can, and then what she made the decision to cut her hair, she was like, I can still be feminine without hair. So.
0: That was her decision? Why she did it? Or, like?
2: Like, she, that's that's what was stopping her from cutting her. Oh,
0: gotcha. Yeah,
2: because she was like, I won't be perceived as as feminine. As feminine. Even though I, she, uh, to me, she's more masculine presenting because, like, she wears suits and stuff. She'd be dressed fire as fuck. Well. But because of that, I see her as more masculine. But, like, you know, we still have the duality in each of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think
0: she's a dope person. So, what, <laughs> right?
2: So, what connection would you <clears throat> make between hypermasculinity and homophobia?
0: Ah. Uh, I think it's the, well, we kind of touched on it, but it's like the, the insecurity, the ego, mm-hmm. the need to want, to feel dominant and dominant over someone. So like Mm -hmm. being hyper aggressive, feeling like the man has to be uh, portrayed a certain way, superior, Mm -hmm. it has to be hyper aggressive. Um, And like we talked about in part one, that is completely opposed to, at least those who view things in that lens, Mm -hmm. is opposed to like anything feminine. Mm -hmm. And
2: including a man kissing another man, which is a feminine act.
0: They consider that a feminine act.
2: Well, no, like kissing and like physical, like affection is feminine just because it's affection.
0: But it's a physical act that is acceptable for a woman and a man to kiss Mm because we accept that level. And even
2: woman and a woman is okay.
0: Yeah. But again, the reason why it doesn't match is because from a male's perspective, especially if you're hyper masculine
2: a man can't be a, feminine.
0: a man can't be feminine mm-hmm. so a man can't be feminine with another man
2: because
0: mm-hmm. those are two very they're supposed to be hyper masculine th- yeah high- if it's
2: hyper masculine and uh, hyper masculine a man can't <clears> even <throat> be feminine with a woman like he just can't be feminine so then you have this this all masculine man and this all masculine man and they're like i don't i don't see that's, that that's where the whole thing we
0: um you know before i mean it's still somewhat like this now when it comes mm-hmm. down to like uh just giving head like mm. it was never seen as something that a man should do because it's like oh that's, i don't do that it's beneath me like she's supposed to please me yeah no uh, like it's, my it's friend is thing. from
2: jamaica and they are not about eating a box and i'm like oh no 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 no, no.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways <laughs> shout out to my jamaican friends
2: like y'all need to i think it's shifting with the younger generation but yeah that's so what i said
0: before i don't know I don't know if it's like that now in my generation. I don't know anybody want to really do that shit. Okay, Everybody out here eating booty. <laughs> I'm <gonna do> <laughs> no, I don't want to do that.
2: here yeah, um, eating booty now. What is feminine like? And most masculine? Where does it come from? Um, Andrew, check out our first episode of this hypermasculinity and homophobia. I think you um, saw some
0: of it because you commented on last.
2: Oh week. shit! We were supposed to go back <laughs> to that question. My bad. I yeah. Totally forgot about that. We got you. Okay, hold on. Um. What, what, what were we talking about? Hypermasculinity. Um, hypermasculinity and and eating booty. Uh, no, <laughs> We're talking about eating the box. Oh, men not being able to be <laughs> feminine, so therefore yeah, a yeah, man yeah. being with a man is the thing. <laughs> and then like not Okay, so gay men aren't just like um effeminate. Like they can there can be masculine gay. Oh, men.
0: okay. So all right. I will say this. This is the Oh, I guess I'll get to it later when you're asking that question.
2: I mean, it goes right into it. So, okay. you've had some homophobic oh, tendencies. So, when did you first, <laughs> day, like, realize that you were homophobic? Let me tell y'all a story. Back in the day, mm-hmm.
0: oh, when I was a youngster, <laughs> mm. I used to be real homophobic, though, for real. Uh, actually, I wouldn't say real. It was the degrees, this was levels of this shit. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not over here, you know beating no gay person's ass, I actually knew people who used to try to do that shit. Crazy. Wow. Yes! That's fucked up. Yes!
2: Like, how are they interfering with
0: your life? It's that feeling that, like, that stirred up feeling that some people get. Anyways, um, I feel like one things I had a problem with was the, that, that uncomfortable feeling I did get when I saw a man acting feminine, (laughs) within his sexuality like so if you're gay i was like man still be a man like still be feminine i didn't like the mm-hmm. gay Maskin. men who yeah well, uh, be uh, fe- uh, masculine mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> i didn't like the gay men who i used to be like as I- I you gay whatever but like don't put on no dress or like don't do this i used to say things like that like mm-hmm. still be a fucking man Well, still i don't think the
2: concept of trans was even a thing back then so yeah. that might have been also, I mean, yeah, I didn't know
0: anything. Mm-hmm. I was fucking high school Yeah. And shit. Well, this was probably before high school. I think at high school, I started to evolve. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I went to all boys private school, mm-hmm. and there were gay people there. And then, like, I saw the way they were being treated. Like, that's what I met. Like, I mm-hmm. saw people. I knew people who were doing shit to mm-hmm. them. I was fucked up. Wow. When I saw it, like, firsthand, I just didn't, you know, I didn't feel good about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, when you actually see some of the treatment.
2: Yeah, no. You, you, you have to have a heart.
0: You can't. Um, my problem was at that time I was too young to be a, a you know advocate, advocate. You know to actually stand up. Mm-hmm. Now if I see that shit, you ain't gonna do that shit from me.
2: Mm-hmm. See, um,
0: I will pick my spots though. Like, I, honor,
2: like I have <laughs> always been an advocate just because I'm a black woman. Yeah. So you I've, I've experienced discrimination mm-hmm. just with from white people, from black men, like just. Everybody else, like we are at the lowest, and then I'm also not a Christian, so I get it from them, and uh, yeah, so it
0: hey, been just rough, and huh? now
2: I identify as queer, so it's yeah, so I didn't believe in discriminating against anybody else because how dare I? I but that's what it feels like. I know, black people, you know what it feels like to be discriminated against. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, hi, new person. <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's but um, <laughs> so that's why I probably was never like homophobic. Oh, I mean, why were you
0: never homophobic? <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's
0: probably why I was. We got the answer.
2: But um, Jeez. I will say that hip hop did not Ooh, make yeah, that it ain't good. Help. That, that, help. That,
0: that was not, I was yeah. a huge hip hop fan, yeah. and the the maggots would fly. Mm-hmm. That's what I used instead of saying. I do get it. Anyways. You know it. Own it. Own it.
2: Embrace it. Anyways.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. I used to uh that shit used to be all throughout almost every goddamn song. And you even know. even
2: the terminology, if something was weird or or feminine, mm-hmm. it would be that's gay. Or that biggest shit, no, no. homo. Like For stuff that didn't even have to need it. And I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about it. But now I am. And I'm wondering what you're doing. Like pause,
0: hold on. Wait, pause, pause, no homo, pause. That's (laughs) usually me. That's usually getting annoying actually after a while. You couldn't even have a whole conversation while no shit happened.
2: Yeah. Um, Andrew said, I feel like a lot of people are tolerant of homosexuality. Mm -hmm. I question that. Um, I think the issue most people are getting over now, including myself, is acceptance. Like, accepting that it's not a choice and accepting that society is never going to be heterosexual and never really was and it never will be again. Damn. Facts.
0: I get that. But it's really a lot easier to accept when you understand that you have your own, like, you have your people. You have your tribe. You Mm -hmm. have people that, for real, are in the same mindset as you. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's just this... I don't know this again. This concept that like the world's shrinking is like oh, it's just, there's a takeover. Like you're always gonna have people that are with you and they ride with you and they believe in the same way that you do. Mm. It's just don't make it a us versus them situation. Mm. You know when you put it in that context, where it's like a takeover or like oh this shit's gonna like get overrun. Then it, it becomes negative. It's more like we have this big ass because planet. Again, we all have different beliefs. And and we need to, ain't
2: nobody trying to be superior. We, we need just to just to accept and
0: just understand right. that everybody's got their own shit. And really, for the most part, it ain't affecting you. And you know that. <laughs> like the most the most time that's affecting you is like uh if not you specifically, Andrew. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like the most the time when it's affecting you is when you're thinking about it mm-hmm. affecting you. Rather than actually affecting you. Mm. Like, you obsess about it. thinking about it so much. It. It. It's like, it's like the people who are like, oh, man, they're coming to take our guns. And they stockpile all these guns. And it's like, motherfucker, the only person that would take your guns would be somebody who's really concerned with your health and safety. Like, the government's not coming. Like, they're like, this dude's whatever. He's crazy, whatever. Like, let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. The reason why you're so obsessed with terrorism and all this other shit is because you keep thinking about it. It's not because you're actually at at risk of being terrorized. Mm -hmm. You're terrorizing yourself in here.
2: Um, I also just wanted to say to Andrew's comment I think a lot of people are tolerant of homosexuality. I just said I don't know about that because I was queer before I knew it. (laughs) You know, like I, it was so much shame and judgment, like denying me of me. Basically, and it was because I was in an environment that was hella Christian and hella black and Mm. southern black. And they didn't. It was vocalized how much they were not for homosexuality Mm. constantly around me. And even as an advocate, even like um, advocating for my dad thought I was gay because I was advocating for and I saw a post which I will be posting <laughs> for this week for this topic, and it's like, that's no, a, you don't have to be something just to advocate for it, right like that is the whole purpose that's ridiculous. of bigotry, like all oh, like I'm not connected to this, so I'm gonna put it down like no, you can you don't even have to be, and you just love support like but yeah, I didn't feel that grown up, so that's why I said I don't know. A lot of people are tolerant. Because a lot of people actively put it down.
0: Right. And it goes back to the concept you were saying before, the whole Mm -hmm. divide and conquer thing. Mm -hmm. While you motherfuckers. (laughs) I'm fighting over this bullshit. Dog. It's the same thing. Go back to my other analogy. Like, with Mm -hmm. the whole terrorism thing, like, we terrorize ourselves so much in this country thinking, like, oh, this shit's gonna come after us. Like, and we're not paying attention to the... Because we're so divided. Mm -hmm. Again, the poison water, the failed fucking systems in our country, the the lack of resources, the Mm -hmm. lack of fucking hurricane relief mm-hmm. like all this stuff that's right here in the country and then everybody else is thinking about other stuff because we're so divided like goddamn mexicans oh, oh the, the muslims everybody's like it's always another and it's distracting you from what's going on right now oh the gays like what's going on in your home right now is your son talking to you is he okay are you, are you see, shaming him right now? That, and, are you scarring him for life and, right now? And
2: that's what I said in the episode LGBTQ Pride and Ally it's, is it's that ridiculous, you y'all. are not a fucking parent in my opinion if you disown your child for who they are attracted to.
0: I think that's a lot more relevant than, like, whether he's gay or not. Like, is like, son, like who the
2: fuck are you who, as a parent to not love your child? Like,
0: is, is he going to be okay? Is like, is he okay with who he you is? You should want your
2: child want, to be happy. Exactly. Not, is he happy? And be your... Not be you. Your, your child is not you. <laughs> that,
0: that's If you want a clone, I mean, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's the whole point. Like, by letting stuff get into your head so much... Mm-hmm. It, it it becomes a fixation and it, it becomes your reality so you thinking about that like world of like oh shit they've taken over or whatever mm-hmm. it stops you from creating a reality of your own and, and and being in those circles where like if you got like if you appreciate heterosexuality I don't even really know what that means <laughs> but if you just like you riding with like who you ride with you like women cool just focus on that mm-hmm. by you focusing so much on other shit. You're not getting what you want. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, and that's why I like it's, it, it doesn't make sense to keep being so fixated on. it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, like I said earlier, like, why show,
0: would I, a straight guy, always talk, be thinking about all oh, those goddamn gay people? Like, I'm why don't I just go? Life. Yeah, why don't I just go <laughs> with black? a woman? Like, what? That's why it doesn't make sense to me. Like, you're, you, just, right.
2: I mean, the only aspects of what uh, black women talk about it in the sense of is, like, not only are black men choosing white women or non-black women, sometimes Mm. it's, like, sometimes they're choosing each other. So it's, like, just limited, and then they're incarcerated, you know? So it's, like, just limited pool of men. But my thing is, my thing is, like, if, and I think it's an entirely different conversation or different episode where we're talking about black women and bisexual black men, because that is a huge, yeah, buddy. But um,
0: I think it's a lot more bisexual men than there are like straight up gay men. I don't know if that's the thing. Am I make that up? I don't know because I keep hearing about like download. Like, yeah. you y'all know like mm-hmm. the download guy. That's like a huge mm-hmm. thing in our community,
2: and that is not okay. Like, I'm gonna need everyone to be safe, have so partners maybe, tested. Like, ain't nobody. Or maybe
0: maybe it's like there's a whole bunch of um <laughs> just gay men who have been living this, like, uh, I gotta do this so I can keep up appearances with women. Yeah. It could be that, too. Mm-hmm.
2: But again, that's a shame right. of not living you. Like, I'm living my best life out here. I'm dating women. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm also dating men. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> Women are good for me, so, you know, I'm staying in that lane. And I'm not really being hyper-focused on what the fuck other people are doing.
2: <gasps> right? Like, I mean, I moved Imagine to California for plenty <laughs> of different reasons, but one of them, I don't think it was a reason I moved, but it was just a bonus, was that it's queer-friendly out here.
0: Yeah. So, I like it because there's a lot of beautiful black women out here.
2: In Oakland. You know. There is. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. So I'm living my life. best life, <laughs> and I separated myself from the people who wouldn't be okay or tolerant of my life. Major key. I was like, you're not making my life better. Like, my life is great. Unimaginable that this is real life.
0: Honestly, life has been amazing after, and we write in a book, co authoring a fucking book about living your fucking best life. Yes. It's gonna happen. <laughs> um, Because, because see, yeah. look at it right now. Look at that shit.
2: I realized, like, I was talking to my dad, and he was like, I don't know what happiness looks like. And I, I think like, a lot of people God, don't. God, damn. And I was like, I may have to be the model for that, because I am truly happy. And maintaining happiness nope. and peace, you know, and it's like, well, I got to show my people to the wait in.
0: And again, it's a process. That's mm-hmm. gonna be one of the things we touch on because mm-hmm. it's not like a, all right, we made it, let's stop.
2: <laughs> okay, I think we we're continuing. Oh, damn, we're
0: totally off topic. Yeah,
2: my bad. We <clears throat> was having fun, but I'm living Ooh, my queer boy. best life out here. <laughs> but um, That's, that was the that was the more of the story. Yeah. It was. <laughs> um. So how did you combat the homophobia.
0: Thank you for keeping us back on track. Yes. All right, so how did I combat it? Really, uh, it was it was that point where I was talking about when I was high school. I had those experiences where people were um, pretty much abusing like gay students, you know. And I just I got to a point where I started talking or having conversations mm-hmm. um, to some of the the students Sorry. that were there. I had a thought about what.
2: I was like, I was such an advocate for, like, non-discrimination that, like, because you were talking about, like, people abusing or bullying um, gay students, and I was thinking about, I've always been, like, the rebel and like, fighting for, like, no, you're not going to pick on someone else, and I say that because my mom told me that I was, like, getting in fights when, like, Santa Claus was coming out, like, people were finding out that Santa Claus wasn't real. And, like, other kids still didn't know. And then the people who found out were, like, bullying the kids who, like, still believed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, get the fuck on. Like, if their parents haven't told them, leave them fuck on. Like, go somewhere. How is this affecting you? Like, bye. And I was, and my mom told me that. And that was when I was young. Because I found out, like, maybe seven, eight. And I was like, yeah, I've always been this way. Yeah, but anyways my bad back to your story that Um, you were bullying, abusing yeah
0: so I just had like some of the uh, I don't want to make it seem like it was like everybody that was there but it it happened pretty frequently there were some gay uh, people in the the school Mm -hmm. who and some people who were down low and who I had feelings about so one of my friends I'm not going to put his name out there because I still don't even know he's out yet Mm -hmm. Uh, to me it's everybody around him. <laughs> it <to> seems. His, <laughs> it seems as though the brother might be good. Just saying. You mm-hmm. know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if one of the... If somebody is watching this from Benedict's, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about, which is how obvious we collectively perceive,
1: we, perceive mm-hmm.
0: not putting that on you
1: mm-hmm.
0: blank to be. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I have conversation with him and I'm I not... I saw them getting treated that way. And now I'm seeing my boy, who, who I still ride with. Like, mm-hmm. I don't talk to him like that. I don't talk to most people like that. Yeah. <laughs> but if he would ever call me...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dog, what up? What's going on? You, What's up? We, you need to talk some shit out? That's my boy. Mo- that's my man. That's my boy. So, for him to be in my life and mm-hmm. then to juxtapose his treatment, the way I treat him and everything else like that, and I kind of saw the signs versus the way I saw others being treated... Mm-hmm. It just didn't match up. And that's what I mean by like going outside your circle and your perspective and really turning on the empathy. Mm -hmm. It makes you a better person and it really elevates you. It elevates you. You become a better person. You really change your perspective and are able to connect with more people.
2: I think um, that might have been what my mom was going through Hmm. because, you know, she thought, you know, gay people were sinners and all this other stuff and all this evil shit and whatnot. And then she, like, knows me. Right. And it, it's like, it's, that's it's not like, connecting. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah.
0: it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And that's, and then that fucking, when you start to really think about it and that, mm-hmm. that shit starts to pull away and you're like, yeah. gotta let it go at some point. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what happened. That's what combated it. That's the power of relationships and knowing other people, good people, and having those positive forms of And having connection.
2: exposure to different experiences. Yeah. yeah. That
0: shit can literally change the way you're. Your brain is mad. Mm -hmm. Very
2: true. Um, I will say because I I remember something something that I would say was homophobic for me because of societal pressure is yeah seeing two men kiss. Like first I had the knee jerk reaction. I still get that. The knee jerk reaction of like (laughs) you know. And then I I remember like when when like pumped the brakes real quick. (laughs) Yeah. When my when my niece and I were young, we were at the movies and two people were kissing behind us and we Uh couldn't figure out what genders they were and we were like staring trying to figure it out and then once we figured out it was two women we just turned back around like it wasn't it was just like i need to know if it is or not why i I don't know but but that's that's the only thing but um but with men i did have a knee-jerk reaction so what i did to combat that was i actually intentionally watched gay male movies So, cause like for me, me cause for me, but I, (laughs) I why, why, but I, I did this because I knew as a movie watcher, I like fall for the character. Like I, I can feel what they're feeling. I understand their experience and the perspective. Like I become that character. So like, I feel what they feel. So, and I did that with like heterosexual movies. So I would always align with the woman usually. But sometimes I could see the perspective of the man and still care for the man if it was, like, about the man and, like, his dating experiences versus being about the woman type of thing. Um, and so when heterosexual people, I'd be like, aww, you know, when they're kissing. So mm. it got to a point where I was watching enough gay male movies, and this is not porn, it is movies. Um, <laughs> movies, not porn. It is, it's movies. But I got to a point where when they would kiss, I would have been like, oh, because I know the characters. So I would have the same reaction to heterosexual movies. And I wanted to get to that point where I didn't have the knee-jerk reaction because I felt the only reason I was having that knee-jerk reaction is because I was rejecting the idea that men could be feminine. And I was like, I don't want to have that rejection. Like, that's a societal thing. I don't want to have it, so let me combat it in this way where I'm consistently challenging that narrative inside Mm -hmm. my own head. And I did that by watching the movies. Yeah. Not for me,
0: though. (laughs) Uh, my, my perception on that is I do have the reaction when I see two men uh, kiss, but I equate it to when I see two people I'm not attracted to kissing, because I just have reactions, and they last 0.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's not like a judgment call. It's like a, because when I see two men holding hands, I don't have any problem with that you know what I mean like that's another I sign the of the
2: other a, day I was like <clears> oh <throat> that's like another
0: sign of affection like that I just don't mind it's just maybe it's the kissing aspect and maybe it's cuz the kissing is a, a bigger deal for me
2: yeah you just don't yeah. i don't <laughs> so so know.
0: maybe it's it's a, a thing with me and kissing and, mm. and then i just maybe it's just a grossed out thing when i see it and it's something that for me you got some things to work on so maybe it's <laughs> that um but yeah two dudes doing what they do don't really got nothing to do with me, so I don't really have much of a, a reaction to that shit. Yeah.
2: Um, what were some of the challenges that came with pushing back against this narrative you were taught?
0: I think the biggest challenges um, from other people, like other friends that, not not personally all of my friends, but mm-hmm. a certain select few of them are not as woke on this particular subject as they are on others. Mm-hmm. So challenging them in a way where they can accept it, which is what I'm going to have to do with my client, which is why I'm glad we're having this conversation, yeah. uh, since he's probably within the tech mm. range. Uh, Maybe.
2: We'll see. It's like, he can still be, like, conscious.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, probably conscious. But, yeah, I think that's the biggest challenge, is, like, challenging other people around me so that I can feel... um more comfortable with my being like woke like you ever been like the most woke person in the room and then a subject come up where it's something like black lives matter or something else like that Mm -hmm. and and everybody's saying like the bullshit well whatever like i don't really see the big deal like why that shit don't happen to us like something like that being able to challenge them without getting like activated or feeling
2: emotional you mean
0: not even emotional not getting them emotional Cause I'm not emotional in this, mm-hmm. thing, you know. Like See, I,
2: I always was. Why? Cause I'm queer.
0: Right. right. <laughs> See, that makes a lot more sense. So I wouldn't. I'm not really emotional when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more like I would rather. I would rather them not have that mindset because it's blocking them from connecting to other people. Because some of my best relationships or connections with people have been people who have been queer. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly women, I'm gonna be honest. But hey, you know, I have like a couple of friends from high school. Like, I, I guess they're more associates, to be honest with you, if I'm being real, that are, that are queer, um, from back then, um, mm-hmm. in my high school days. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if we were willing to have a conversation, we could talk about some shit. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what that would be, you know, just cause we didn't connect in that
1: way. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's not saying that it won't happen, it's just mm, not really in that space, but a lot of the women, since I love women anyway, a lot of the women's, the women's mm-hmm. who I know, who I connect with very well. <laughs>
2: to be <laughs> happen
0: to be, you know? And those are some amazing uh friendships and relationships that I've formed. So if I were like in that mindset of like rejecting the whole being of this person because of their sexual orientation, that would ruin the connection that we had. That that doesn't make sense to me. I would be damn stupid to do
2: that. And I actually you were the first person I came out to.
0: Look at that. Look so, at me being a
2: Because I felt safe I, enough I, what, not to be that vulnerable. Jeez, that
0: was a vulnerable time. Yeah, but and that's what I, and You're not the first person. Like, I feel like a. Uh, you're not the first person to express like really deep stuff about them mm-hmm. and their sexuality to me in that way because I am that non-judgmental person. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck? I, again, it's your life. Right. I w- I want to see if you're connected to me or if you're somebody in my life. I want to mm-hmm. see you live that best to your ability, whatever yeah. that may look like.
2: You know? I've had people come out to me too like gay men who've come out well gay Ooh. boys back in the day when we were young come out to me Ooh. and then they wanted my help to tell their parents I was like yeah, okay that's, I, that's I a su- lot a heavy burden. but like I don't even uh, in high school? Oh. That's true. That's true. <sighs> I feel that's true. That's true. like somebody did in middle school and then high see, school see, yeah
0: I was nowhere close to being yeah. raised like, be like I was. That in high school I've been an so. advocate I couldn't help nobody rape. with that I was just just now getting over my own homophobia Yeah. so
2: yeah but, um, but how I've challenged the narrative, uh, cause like I said, I've always been an advocate. Mm-hmm. So it's usually when so, people yeah, are presenting really that, um, re- um, the religious thing I debunk. Um, I'm, I'm just like challenged, challenged, challenged. Right? Like, because a lot of times the, the, the argument that I'm getting is all emotional and I am able to be logical for most part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. Where I'm challenging the other's perspective. The only time I really get emotional is the birth versus choice.
0: Oh, just saying, like, it was a choice.
2: Like, when people, the, their argument is it was a choice, yeah. that's when I get emotional.
0: So, why is that particular?
2: Versus, like, everything else? Versus, like, biology mm-hmm. or um, religion or anything like that? Because I'm not connected to religion, and I'm not, like, at all. And I'm not, so I can very <laughs> logically all. talk about it, you know? Um, but for the birth versus choice, mm-hmm. it's like, how are you saying what's inside of me? Like whether it was a choice or not, that's inside of me. You cannot tell me about myself. Mm. So again, getting emotional. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. So, and and I, you know, I didn't recognize it then. I I was not aware of my, my sexuality. So or I didn't admit it to myself until now. So, like, it was there. It was just pats under shame and judgment. Like, <laughs> a lot of denial. Sorry, yeah.
0: I'm getting really silly. It was.
2: <laughs> but, um... Because, yeah, I remember a conversation I mm-hmm. had with my girl Shauna. Like... Show it got... heat. Nah. I haven't told her yet. I haven't told her yet. But, um... Oh, for real? Yeah. Because, oh, because of right. this argument. Like, we had... I thought, I don't know we why had I thought been drinking thought. and it was some people over from Hampton and I don't know why we, y'all doing? we were drinking. So already going to be more emotional, but, um, but and it was some people from Hampton and we were having the conversation about homosexuality. Oh. Why the fuck? I don't know, but we got onto the birth versus choice. And again, she's Jamaican and she was coming. Jamaicans are very homophobic. So where they think America is pushing, <gasps> pushing the ideology onto Jamaica, you know? And, uh, Oh, They're pushing
0: a lot more than that. It, right? Again, not focused on the... Anyway, go ahead.
2: And, yeah, that got... It got heated because I stood up. You know, when you stand up and you clapping and shit. Ooh, clap. But she took that as, like... It's about to go down. And I was like, no, I was just being, like, expressive. Like, we had a conversation afterwards, but it was like, immediate, we need to end this conversation right now everything. And like yeah, we had a conversation afterwards and it was like, "No, I wasn't like threatening you. Like I was just in my feelings." And Still,
0: she was going to pull up. Yeah. Pull
2: up. So, um but we have why, 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 not why, we why, have not talked why, why, about homosexuality why. since then <laughs> because it was like Yeah.
0: yeah. I understand why.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's Especially why Especially all Exactly. So, that's why I haven't told her but, um, I'm sure it'll
0: come at some point.
2: Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. I think Andrew I had another question. Oh, because. shit. Um,
0: Ooh. Andrew
2: said, so, Andrew. Uh, I don't know if he wants me to give all that. Never mind. Uh, Andrew said, I find it really hard talking with 99.9% of Nigerians because I'm basically like a full gay advocate ally compared to them. It's tough to explain <laughs> why man. it's okay for gay people to get married, be together, adopt children, etc. In many ways, it feels... Uh, like turning my back on my culture. That's definitely how they see it. Mm. I feel emotional discussing it for that reason. And sometimes it makes me question why I'm even advocating for it. But I know it's the right thing.
0: That's that's kind of like what I was saying. Like mm. You have to, it's such a delicate thing because you have to get them to really question. And it's legit. They have to really question why they're thinking this way mm-hmm. without them feeling like you're, taking over you know because that's okay that's, that's so like the way i feel.
2: i had the thought it's hard. I understand, of man. black parents telling their black children you better stop crying for i give you something to cry about just because something is a part of the culture doesn't mean it needs to be
0: yeah, <laughs> some backward ass shit and yeah. a lot of stuff was put
2: on us exactly so
0: i don't think we was really tripping over sexuality like that back in the motherland i don't think i don't know
2: you just I just life. know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel like that's what we would be doing. I feel like that's something that they would do. Again, think about the context. Because if you're in Europe and, and you're scarce and you have to make babies and, to keep the population. You,
2: like, okay, yes, you can be in Nigeria and still be colonialized. For sure. Y'all didn't start off Christian.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of stuff like? has to be unlearned. Like, are you thinking that way because you really have that in your culture? or did somebody strip you of your culture and then put that shit in there to again divide and conquer what is going on in Jamaica what's going on in Nigeria what's going on in all those countries and fucking islands yep. but we complain about what and what we focused on mostly so that's the conspiracy are oh, we going to distract these motherfuckers by saying oh he's gay he's that he's yeah. that he's that and then they won't know that we just robbing their country so <laughs> Wake up. That's all I got to say.
2: Um, so you need to, I think, check yourself. Because for me, I was always confident in my advocacy. Like, I didn't have any questions within myself to, like, oh, well, maybe. No, I was dead fast. Like, nope. <laughs> we, can, it, we can we it, can have a conversation, but no.
0: It's a different it's a different context for him because he's dealing with the, culture, the culture. Yeah, it's hard. I, I mean, get it.
2: but still, like black culture is not accepting. Like we're more maybe than Nigerian. Way yeah. Because I like it's a dragon. there. But um,
0: thank you.
2: Yeah. I don't yeah, like, <laughs> like, like you know? be um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing no games. But. <laughs> It's still, you know, not as um, like it's not accepting. Like it's not.
0: It's more accepting.
2: Than, but the biggest than thing
0: that. for for real, Andrews is you gotta remember that you're secure in who you are and what you're advocating for. Mm-hmm. Is, is you're doing it from a place of wanting there to be more acceptance within the world mm-hmm. and more peace within the world because you understand, I think. Mm-hmm. Like what we've just been breaking down, most of the shit is a divide and conquer mm-hmm. tactic. It's not really anything that we should actually be worried about. When you really break it down, about the list of the list of things that we should be caring about, who somebody else is fucking, well, not that high on the list for me.
2: But still, like for me, I knew that there could be black and queer, mm-hmm. and I was like, I need to go find it because it's not in the south. <laughs> Oh, Outside of Atlanta, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. But um, I was like, I can't, I can't fine, be man. under this Bible belt shit and deal with this shit. So, yeah. And Oakland is very black and queer and friendly. Yeah. Um. Peace, love. So I think it's about finding the, the Nigerians who are advocates as well. Like, no, that might have been another country. Cause I was like, I just saw something where they allowed gay marriage. No, one Nigeria. Um. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It might have been in Latin America, wasn't. though. I don't know. Some country just, like, recently um, legalized uh, gay marriage. Which, that, like, really, again, how is it affecting you?
0: That's conspiracy theory. Again, to all my conspiracy theorists, the biggest conspiracy like, is that they distracted you the with era. conspiracies.
2: <laughs> right. Like,
0: you so focused on that shit that you not
2: right in front of you, dog. Mm-mm. But... I think that's all we had for today yes mm-hmm.
0: hopefully we broke down a lot of the concepts we deconstructed a lot of bullshit yeah. and we gave you some examples from our own personal lives
2: mm-hmm.
0: that may apply or help you with the journey of actually deconstructing this shit too
2: yes check your thoughts question your thinking yeah. challenge the norms that you have been taught the life has been bullshit a lot of um but we
0: keep it real. And
2: remember to check out the first part, hyper, hypersexual hyper whoa. Hyper masculinity and homophobia part <laughs> hypersexuality one.
0: Is plural, plural. Um
2: we talk about hypersexuality in there. But uh, hypermasculinity is more talked about, about in part one mm. and we talk more about homophobia in part two. That's true. But um oh time for check out the shirt. Mm. So I'm
0: gonna sit back.
2: This is it says Black on, Grad, too. University of San Diego so um obviously i'm not gonna say where you can buy it this was i i went to grad school at university san diego and i was very active in the bsu the black student union and what i appreciated about that school is we had our own like common area it was called the black student resource center i think they changed the name to the black student resource commons but um but it was like an area they had couches they had computers they had tables and like you could do your homework in there we had events in there for bsu or the black student um graduate association And yeah, and especially coming from an HBCU and going to PWI, I needed that. It was like it was one thing to have weekly BSU meetings, but it was another to like have the space to just go and chill and just talk to your people, you know. Um, So I shout out to all BSUs across PWIs because it'd be hard out here, (laughs) and you need the people. You You need need the people. Yeah. So this is just Black grad, but I also have my HBCU grad shirts as well. But, um, yeah. So- All right, my
0: shirt time. All right, so this shirt is old-ass shirt that I bought back when Bernie was running. See, this is actually Bernie Sanders. It's supposed to be Heisenberg off of Breaking Bad. But instead of Breaking Bad, we breaking banks, baby. Break up the motherfucking banks. Uh, the reason why is because they're all corrupt, pretty much. Uh, They've been buying our government and been fucking doing monstrous stuff all across the globe. Look it up. Anyways, uh, Bernie 2020 is who I'm probably gonna go for. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thanks, Andrew.
0: All right. That's pretty um, much it. Um. So I don't yeah. Really got shirt shit. I I'll, just, I'll be. I just want y'all to get political because elections oh, are coming up. Next. The next few there.
2: episodes are gonna be a lot more political. Oh yes. We
0: ain't playing a fucking game. We games. need to get ready. No. We got to do it. Shit.
2: So check out the next few episodes where we talk about um, voting and candidates and um, agendas and stuff like that. Yes. So, because November's coming up quick. Coming up. Um. Thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl Rocky. Hey, your boy, though. Uh, definitely check out all the other episodes. Remember, we have playlists today in America for the cultural grown-up black love, sex, and connections, Mm. and growth, mind, body, and spirit. Check out those different ones um, for all kinds of different topics. And remember that It's So Real is here to challenge the norms, deconstruct our reality, and question your thinking. All right? Definitely check us out on Facebook Live to be a part of the conversation. Check us out on SoundCloud. I will be trying my best to get us up on different platforms That shit's just a process. SoundCloud is is easier. So I'm gonna try. But I'm gonna do Exactly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but yeah, I'm gonna try my best to get it out on iTunes, Spotify, all that shit. All that. Um, but check us out. Instagram, that's where we um get a little bit more interactive with the audience.
0: Yeah, Um, follow some the I T for real.
2: I T-S-S-O-U-L-R-E-A-L. It's sold. G. follow us up hit yeah. us up and remember to subscribe and share 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 we share the content <laughs> um, because yeah we, we trying to be out here um,
0: we trying to let our voices spread, be heard
2: spread the spread the word the good word <laughs> and yeah inspire others to share their, their voices as well alright y'all alright thank you so much for listening uh, have a beautiful day take care of you
0: alright We will see y'all next time. (laughs) Peace.